got a client. So we've got conversations for men and women here, Chad, or at least a conversation, about a 25- to 30-minute conversation between you and I, Chad Taylor, on the south coast of New South Wales, Dean Dampney, likewise on the south coast of New South Wales. I'm, um, I'm actually changing my title right now alongside what I know that we both consider ourselves to be as psychotherapists. I've now adopted the title Passionate Mindset Expert. <laughs> and, Passionate um, Mindset Expert. What do you reckon, man? Yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, I guess I'm still processing that. Yeah, I could see, you know, I could see how that could work. And I'll ask you more, more, what, where, where did, where's that came from from you? Uh, I'll just give you the direct lineage and at the same time try and introduce a few more aspects of what we're doing here. We're in the mid 40s almost, actually, with respect to the number of podcasts that we've done. We've been doing it for, what do you recommend? Is it 14 months or so? Like over, well over a year. Well over a yeah, year. A couple of years. Yeah, close to two years. Um, intentionally, I sit here and I'll tie this in, I promise, alongside you with the hope that we can all become uh, more fulfilled in our relationships with ourselves and alongside the others, the other significant others in our lives, be it our partners, our wives, our kids, our families, our colleagues at work, members of the community, et cetera, et cetera. I'm passionate about that. <laughs> I'm not necessarily positive about that. So, you know, in the lineage, in the unfolding of, of where I've just arrived in terms of making that declaration, passionate mindset, expert, let's just dismiss the expertise part because as much as I feel like I've got a strong um, innate skill set that lends itself to this area of expertise, I'm saying expert slightly tongue-in-cheek because I've got various associations that I haven't quite owned completely with the expert. Passionate, I'm fucking passionate, man, and I believe that passion is everything right now until it's not. I believe that passion is more important than positivity. I, I believe that having passion is more important than resilience. I feel like having passion is more important than having this deep diving drive to Un unveil our darker shadows, all of those things, resilience, shadow work, positivity are considered to be really important. But I think if we can actually push ourselves on the edges of our existence, beyond the edges of our existence, into the realms of deeper consciousness or expanded consciousness, it takes passion to do that. It takes a, a vitality to drive us. It takes an energy that I best associate with that word passion to drive us into those outer realms, whether they're comfortable or not. Consciousness is where I'm aiming for and it's passion that I believe can get us there. I'm, lit, I'm actually lit up by this, man. Let's, <laughs> let's go. It's funny, man. I'll leave this with you. I woke up at, in the middle of – I was struggling to sleep last night. I didn't do any exercise yesterday whatsoever and decided to – 
go to bed quite early knowing that my alarm clock was going to go off uh, at 4.45am this morning. So I went to bed at 9.30 or 9.45 and I'm like, oh man, that's seven hours, that's good. But given that I hadn't done anything except sit in the car for three hours and pretty much sit on my ass all day otherwise, yesterday I'm in bed staring at the ceiling for half an hour, drift off to sleep and then I'm up again in the middle of the night. And after that period of time that felt long enough to go okay fuck it i'm awake what time is it i look at my watch i look at my phone i look at the time on my phone and it's all i see is like one two three so it's 1 am and i'm just like fuck it's one two three let's go and i was just ready to go and conflicted unfortunately because i knew that i really needed another four at least hours sleep before the alarm did go off but yeah i'm in let's go mode like let's fucking light this party up and experience it for all the things that it is called life <laughs> and then, and then how, how i'm gonna ask the question there how did you go back to sleep with all that energy bouncing around in you i don't know i actually did though i surprised myself because i was um i'm not a gold medal sleeper i'm a I'm a pretty fucking good sleeper though. Like I'm a silver medalist, I reckon, when it comes to the uh, concept of of good sleeping. But I do know, as I coupled with the whole notion before, that I need to physically um, give myself a pretty good nudge towards exhaustion uh, to have that gold medal winning performance or lack thereof. But, yeah, last night I found myself just – Letting go of that energy is what I did. I just went, oh, fuck, I'm a bit excited. I'm a little bit driven right now. Timing's not good. I could use it, sure, but it's I'm going to pay the price. So I got strategic on it and just went, okay, um, I need to let go of this. And what I actually did is just, just stop. I, I'm getting dreamy now as I relay this and as I relive it to some extent, I took that lens of perception. I took that high beam focus of my mind, of my mind's perception off this notion of energy that was driving me, off the notion of energy full stop. And um, I wouldn't use the word disassociate, but it's uh, for me it's an experience of letting go of, yeah, of my focus. So I'm going to segue that, man, and say that in my triumphant experience of being able to get back to sleep, be that right or wrong, positive or negative, who's going to know because it just was, how are you going with your your determinations um, that are coupled with this driving energy that I know that you're investing at the moment um, following from the last podcast, currently exerting yourself to getting the, the van ready. I know you're putting a lot of time in after hours. I know you're doing a lot of client work as well. And, yeah, between the van and your client work, there's a lot of lot of one, two, three, let's go. Let's go, 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 go. Yeah, and I guess, um, and thanks for asking, you know, and, and just referring back to what you said before about passion, you know, like, I think if we aren't passionate about what we do, you know, it's such a cliche thing, but it becomes a chore, you know, when we're passionate about our job, 
you know, and with what we do is I think it, it will come in cycles. You know, that's what I'm noticing, you know, like some some months I'm, you know, I'm keen to have 35 clients a week, which is a lot of deep conversation, like it's a lot. And then by the time case notes are done and preparation's done and things like that, like it's, it's a big week and it wasn't probably what I signed up to do at this point in my life, but a bit like you waking up in the middle of the night. That, that passion that I have for what I do, because every time I'm in a conversation with somebody, a part of me gets to grow alongside of them, you know. Absolutely. I'd say, you know, the clients bring as much wisdom to the session as what we do. You know, we all know that, you know, like that I'll always go away with, with these kind of little light bulb moments or little little penny drop moments that have, you know, allow me to be a better father and a better partner and a better person and a better son and a better, you know, a better human being, really. Hey, Jade, can I, can I use the intentions that we set to just focus ourselves down that track a little bit um, with respect to the co-creating for, this, for the purpose of, um, yeah, better parenting, better loving? If, what, would you have, what would you have found recently that's, that you can say to yourself and to us out loud has made a bit of an impact on you? Oh, where do I start? That's the thing when you're saying, you know, if I'm saying 35 clients a week, that's a lot of, that's a lot more, I think, connection than what any of us have, um, especially on the deeper level that a therapy session would be. So I guess it's, you know, and I've shared this before, that just that, you know, making sure that my own home is in order, making sure that, you know, it's easy to get caught up in, and this happens to a lot of therapists and happens to a lot of spiritual um, people in the spiritual community happens to a lot of gurus, happens to a lot of people that don't retain that humility and don't remain humble. You know, that just because I'm in that conversation for 35 hours a week or 30 hours a week or whatever it might be doesn't mean that I have to keep continuously working on my own shit. You know, I can almost fool myself, my egocentricity, my false self, my black wolf or forward self that, Oh, you don't need to do any work because you know you've you just spent thirty five hours this week working with other people. And yeah, like I said, some things things come up, and and there's a lot of um, epiphanies that I have in these sessions for the client and for me. But predominantly, I can't take my finger off doing the work. You know, I've got to make sure that otherwise, those me and those closest around me suffer. You know, it's, and I see this a lot, you know, in mentors and gurus and that if we don't, if we're not in therapy, as a, for me personally, I do therapy once a week. I do supervision once a week, which is about being a better therapist to work with my clients. And then I do personal therapy once a week with the therapist because it's so easy to get caught into believing that I'm doing such great work when I'm actually not doing anything. I'm just being a vessel and hopefully being able to channel whatever that person, whatever the universe believes that person needs, I hope will come up in a session and then it can be dealt with and they can go away with 
whatever they need out of the session, not what I think that person needs. You know, and that can be tough sometimes, you know, and especially for me, like I work a lot in the addiction field and I've had my own struggles with addiction, you know. I've been clean and sober from addiction for half my life now and it's really hard for me when a client presents to me and I believe I can see. Again, that's why I say I believe, not I can see. I believe I can see that a lot of the problems in their lives are due to their drinking or their drugging or whatever addiction or whatever obsession they have. And that can be a really, a really um, hard space to be in because I've, I've got to follow the client's process. You know, if they want to come to me and they want to, learn how to drink or drug once a week just on a Saturday night, even though we've been through this pattern for the last three months of working with them that they'll they'll go two weeks and they won't drink or drug during the week and then they'll have a blowout on the weekend and then they might see me two weeks later and their relationship's falling apart again and they're drinking every day. I've got to be really mindful that I'm always humble enough that I don't force too much of my opinion on that other person, you know, and that to me is... is it's a it can it's a hard space to hold because people come to us as psychotherapists or passion passionate <laughs> passionate mindset expert. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, that's another thing we have to listen intently to people. It takes a lot of brain power. It takes a lot of focus. It takes a lot of energy to listen to people so folks so they can say something to us and we can remember. Oh yeah, that person's partner's names. Bill and oh yeah, I know her mum's name's Mary and you know that when they come back, people they want they're in a place where they want to be heard. But where I'm going is that I've got to make sure that I don't force too much of my shit onto them. Because just because it's my way and it's what I needed doesn't mean that it's what everybody needs. But also if they've been working with me for three, four, four, five, six months and this pattern keeps happening, then maybe there is a there comes a point where they're probably looking at, you know, and might the way I get around that is to almost say, you know, but why don't you try not drinking for three months? See whether your relationships improve. If your relationships don't improve, the pubs are still going to be open. The bottle shops aren't closing anytime soon. At least then you've got a gauge. It's like somebody that's been fanatical about a certain meal that, you know, they go to the same restaurant and they have the same meal all their life. There might be 50 things on the menu they've never tried. They can't say that that's the best meal on the menu until they've really tried every other meal. It's a bit of contempt prior to investigation. So I feel like I'm I'm flowing a bit out and a bit in in this, in this answer, but um, what's come up for me is that I really need to not take my, you know, not take my finger off the pulse on my own work and I'll to be honest I probably have a little bit in the last couple of weeks being so busy you know I've realized I'm probably seeing too many clients because it does fill me up I am passionate about it you know like I've said time and time again to my clients you know if I want enough money or if somehow I inherit enough money that I didn't need to work again I still would do this work for less money because I love what I do you know and that's a nice place to be when I was a tradie, I could guarantee there's no way I'd be saying, you know, I'd still be a tradie for free because I love it so much. For a period of time, it was actually, 
But then when the when the spark fell out of that after fifteen years or ten years, as well as doing this work, you know, so coming back to it is what's coming up for me that I've got to remain passionate and I've also got to be mindful of burnout and I've got to be mindful that this this job probably comes in cycles where, you know, I'm just about to have three weeks off over Christmas, you know, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I know that I need that three weeks just to reset because what we do takes a lot of energy out of us, you know. So for me it's about, you know, and I was speaking to my partner about this the other day, you know, relationships go through cycles, life goes through cycles, everything goes through cycles. We only got to look to nature, and we spoke about this a lot in this podcast, to see that everything's cyclical. There's times for putting our head down and really working hard, and there's times for actually doing fuck all. You know, and I think for me, I struggle to do that in balance. You know, so what I what I'm going to say is that you know, it um, it's really about coming back to the present moment at all times and trying to be as aware as I can about my surroundings. You know. And I suppose I'd ask you, you know, what, what's coming up for you lately with your client work or what's what's been, I suppose, what's been the driver for this change from calling yourself a counsellor or psychotherapist or a, a mind, body, heart guide to a positive mindset coach? Uh, I, I reckon I'll get to that, Chad. Thanks so much for your vulnerability, your authenticity, your openness, your humility. Um, look straight up authentically. I've got a, a five month old puppy that's doing circle work around my feet right now. So that may or may not come through. Actually, I'm going to double down in that and actually let you know, I've got now two puppies. There's a little, there's a little bit of that going on in my life right now. Uh, they're extremely passionate, um, about things like walking and eating and being really close to me. Okay, that's um that's probably doesn't need any more attention. I'm gonna take the energy away from that as well. What I just heard, Chad, following up from my declarations of uh the exertions of passion or living passionately, is that you're very much in the realms of living passionately right now, um, with your work specifically. And the other thing that I understood, or at least I, I feel like I heard from your what you said is that despite living passionately so much through this lens of your work as a psychotherapist, there's a little bit of conflict still um, that's presenting. Uh, in, in what I heard you say that it's there's an imbalance, you need to do a little bit more. You're, you've declared that you feel like you need to do a little bit more work um, as as a client to your, th- you know, more therapy sessions as a client to your therapists. Um, there, there's an imbalance. So that's pretty conflicting. You know, what I heard is what we're experiencing is this same as what I was experiencing at one o'clock in the morning or one twenty-three in the morning this morning is that we're, we're in the energy of passion. How can there be anything that can take away from that? Oh, damn. Like, am I passionately living so much that I'm out of balance? Or the way I say that to myself is, 
oh shit, like I'm I'm definitely living passionately in this experience, whatever it may be, or in these experiences, but I'm still actually not feeling aligned. I'm a little bit off kilter here. And so in my personal explanation to self, and I'm happy to say it out loud so we can all contemplate it together, to live passionately isn't necessarily the the energy of what it might feel like um, to be, you know, in these incredible co-creational experiences as a therapist for the guy that doesn't mind a drink or 20 to be in the throes of yet another beautiful can of pick me up that feels so fucking great passionately experiencing that alongside his friends doing the same um, obviously until a certain point not to advocate for drinking as being a long-term let alone a middle-term solution whatsoever for happiness or upliftingness or passion the surfers out there that have surfed from 5am to 7am, come home, got the kids on the bus and then head out for another two-hour surf. Super fucking passionate. They're stoked. The surf's been pumping for weeks and um, the passion's just running strong. Unfortunately, there's an imbalance in all these situations um, because something's not being served, something's not being met. And I'm saying it's basically out of balance or misaligned. I use those two terms all the time. <clears throat> I recognised last night in following my passion for and you know, driving energy that I'm using uh, in one and the same sentence to, to exert, to experience and express everything that was within me was going to throw me out of balance if I didn't let go of that and, yeah, allow myself the balance of, nurturing sleep so yeah what's really strong in me at the moment is to frame passion as the things in my experience that are aligned to me and that they light me up but that's that's not a floodlight like i keep on referring to with regards to the lens of perception it's a it's an inner glow of of peacefulness it's an inner glow of radiance um yeah i'll I'm happy to just say that for me and i think for most of us it comes from the heart so when i can actually find myself radiant or glowing um vibrationally from my heart space one i know that i'm i'm present because i i know that it requires presence to be able to feel into my body and to feel into my vibrational being um but two stripping everything else away in the realms of passion or whatever else I decide to describe it as, I'm at my most deeply fulfilled in that space. And I, I'm now going to say that that's, that's living with a vitality, which I've used synonymously with, with passion previously in this experience. I can't remember the question that you led into this monologue <laughs> with my monologue yeah, i can't remember the question that you asked me leading into this time period that i've been speaking but that's where my energies are at uh it's it's in last but not least following my instinctive being the guidance that comes from whether it be within or beyond me through my network 
um, through the guidances of the universe, through my invitations from others, through effectively the ability to be able to read into my experience in the present that indicates, hey, you're on track. There's a there's a rightness about this. And I can come at that from you know, a dozen different angles, but I'll leave it at that for now. Um, I'm stoked that you've heard the call uh, in the conflict of living passionately but being in balance at the same time. Um, it is the nature of the addict, and I certainly relate to that as well because I fucking love just one, two, three, let's go. I love riding that energy. Um, but I have come to recognise that riding that energy has um, limitations. And so I introduced, again, for the sake of summary, I introduced the notion of bringing myself into alignment and balance with the other energies that are effectively the, the vital resonance of where I need to be. And quite often that's a really mellow resonance. Quite often that's a really uh, introspective resonance for me to balance up the more outwardly extroverted interpersonal social experiences. Here we come into Christmas, man. We're all heightened with respect to all of these things. Uh, there's a lot of passion out there going on. There's a lot of conflict going on as well. Knowing that we've got a couple of minutes left here, yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked to be sharing really in, in the, the best form of therapy that we could possibly immerse ourselves in, and, and that is you know, with the vulnerable authenticity of who we are from one to another so that we can actually expand our levels of consciousness to work out who we are. Thanks, man. I honour you as always, Chad, and I'm stoked to see you moving into a really beautiful balance with passion. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it as well, although I think like everything, it'll, there'll always be trials and different ways that that manifests itself. So, um. I think we're going to sign out. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. I um, look forward to it, man. I Yeah, hopefully I'll be speaking to you through some little screen whilst I watch you swaying like the palm trees in your hammock um, without, without the cliche pina colada they keep on banging on about. But, yeah, hopefully a nice coconut full of coconut water and, um, yeah, a warm breeze tickling your cheeks. Exactly what I'll be doing. <laughs> hey man great to see you thanks for everything that you bring to to me and as i know without question to everybody listening thanks chad this is conversation for men and women um yeah happy holidays people if that's what's in store for you but yeah may may they feel peaceful content and very much aligned to your passions